out of the pistol. Justin fakes to Herbert, sets the throw with plenty of time. Backing up, now rolling to his left. Looking, looking deep now, going for Cole Komet, who adjusts to the ball and makes the catch outside the numbers at the 21-yard line of the Arizona Cardinals. What a tremendous adjustment on an underthrown ball by... Justin Fields, just a 53-yard strike. Bayless in motion right to left. They fake it to him, and back to throw goes Justin. With time, plants, throws on the crosser. Caught outside the numbers. 46-yard line to the 47. That's Cole Komet. 53-yard pass earlier. This one for double digits as well. How about another 20 for Big 85 and a first down for the Bears? Second and five, 36-yard line right to left out of the pistol. Snap, fields, fakes, sets to roll. Now he's going to fire left side. Come at the, the 10. Upended a hip-high check from Buda Baker. That's going to sting and makes the catch. Bears will be first and goal, and Cole's got to shake that one off. Shout out to Cole Komet. Had a big, big game. Had to leave then with a knee injury. He tried to shake it off. Uh, but wasn't able to finish. Matt Eberflus joined us about an hour ago and uh, told us that uh, they will have more tomorrow uh, on on Cole Komet. He said, though, that he was optimistic, didn't he, as yeah. far as not, not, like being a, yeah, not being serious? Yeah, he sounded like he was. Cole has been perhaps the most consistent part of an inconsistent offense. Like he has been so good this year and been um, just the leader that they've needed. He's just been really valuable for that offense. So hopefully he can continue to go. And he helped me snap a five game losing streak in fantasy this week. So oh, really? Uh, yes. Yes. I've, I've stuck loyal with him all season long and it has paid off. So well, hopefully I, he is okay. I, I got a question about that. Yeah, I okay. mean, how, how, how do you have a, how are you still playing fantasy football? If you have a five game losing streak? I don't know. I'm in the league for our, we did a, a women's league for Peggy and Dion, um, sponsored by Advantage Acura of Naper, Naperville. Thank you so much. Um, and I was, I was tied for first place for a while. And now I'm not at all. I had I lost five in a row, but we're still I'm still playing. So I don't know. Well, isn't it the playoffs? Though? Uh, one would think, but I'm not in charge what of the league. Of, I'm just who is in listen, charge of this league? I, I, Sounds not, like a Peggy operation I, here. <laughs> she's way worse than I am. She will admit, like she was off. She's like, oh, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I was really proud of myself when I was tied for first, and then it's just been. A bad situation. I don't know how I'm still playing. I have no idea. But it, I it, that's kind of crazy. I, it I, is. Oh, it Peggy's is. He's probably officially. got the playoffs set for the playoffs. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know how it works. But Are you, like, it, it, it's it's pretty. Um, back to Cole, really quick. Yeah. Deanna. Then I'll ask you these questions. We'll do social Sherlocking, <laughs> which I I don't know how I've not heard you say that, Tyler. And then uh, I, I want to ask the Kevin Warren question. Yeah. Cole Komet is seventy receptions mm-hmm. for six hundred seventy-eight yards, six touchdowns. That's that's. So that's a way to to validate your contract extension, yes, is it not? It is. It is. And he's been also like at, at working in the media around a team that loses more than they wins. He's been so wonderful to work with and and honest and and transparent about how he feels about things and what he's seeing in the life. I just he's a wonderful asset for them on and off the field. It's just it's awesome. All right. So what do you want to do first? Which one? Well, you asked me to, to to become Kevin Warren, right? And like predict what he might do. Well, yes. So I want you to make a Kevin Warren prediction. So that's okay. what you want to do first? I, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. Because from what I've I've read about Kevin Warren, I know Dan Weeder did an in-depth piece on him. And, and what I feel like he's very big into optics. 
how this looks on the outside. And when you are part of a charter franchise like the Bears, like we just heard from Jimmy, like there's you can walk around with Bears anything and somebody's going to make a comment. It doesn't matter where you are. So them winning is is important to him. And so I, I feel like... I, there are so many times this season, Sylvia, where I thought there's no way they bring Matt Eberflus back. And now I'm starting to think maybe they do. Maybe they do. But they make the change at offensive coordinator and quarterback. That's what I think is going to happen. Am I crazy? Maybe. Am I sleep deprived? Definitely. Yeah, so who are. knows how I'm, I'm making this decision. But that's what I think might happen. And I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But I, would like I don't want to believe. have outrage until it it, it, it happens. Is real. I, know, I know. Yeah, I like I know. again. Like there's so because again, it's it's so flawed. On on on. If you then if you let the quarterback go, then you draft a new quarterback with the it's still old backwards. coach. I know it's still yeah, backwards, yeah, but at least you align. Mistake. You align. And what has Kevin Warren learned from doing all the research about how all of the missteps have happened? Well, right, and who he who he deems responsible for the missteps, right? Like that's what we need to understand. But also, like then you when you align an offensive coordinator who can help develop a young quarterback, because you can't. I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't count the defensive development that Iberflus has has found and what he's done with that unit. Like it, maybe he, they don't deem that as job keeping worthy. I don't know. So here, but here's my specific question about Kevin Warren. Yeah. So we know Ryan Poles is still the 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 top football guy. We we've heard and we've read that Kevin Warren wants to be more involved in football. Yeah. My question for you is, and we were talking a little about this off the air. When the season ends, Kevin Warren has been very, during the season, quiet. Mm -hmm. We think kind of like uh, Santa. He's been making his list and checking it twice. (laughs) You know, he's been observing. He's been behind the scenes. He's been taking notes. He's like, and I like that. A lot of people are like, where's Kevin Warren? Why hasn't he said anything? And I think what good leaders do is... Before they do make moves, before they let people know what they, they're thinking, they need to learn. They need yes. to listen. They need to observe. They need to learn. You just can't come in and just all of a sudden make rash decisions. Learn everything Correct. first. Yes. Figure stuff what has been the cause of the years and years of inconsistencies and failures yes. and where the issues have come from. And, and not just with the current regime, but the history of... The losing with the Bears and the hiring problems and everything. Yeah. So if you do go out and you do make changes, why have the hiring processes failed? So my question for you is when the season ends, and, and no matter what, if they do make changes or they don't, on that Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, will Kevin Warren come down from his office and will he hold court and tell Bears fans exactly what he's been observing and what he has been seeing and what now he is thinking. Yes, I think that he does. I I think that he does. I think he's very transparent about what he's observed. I, I think that that does happen. I feel like that's who he is. Now, I don't, again, I would have to go back and do a little bit more research on his time in Minnesota and and how he handled those situations when he did address the media. But I just feel like he's one of those people that, that will will be solutions oriented. And if he sees the inconsistencies and where they're coming from and, and holding people accountable for it, then, then I think he sits down and he, he 
confirms to Bears fans that he has watched the same thing all season that they have and that it's not good enough and these are the changes we're making accordingly. I, I think he does that with authority and he does that with, oh, I hate the conviction, God forbid we mm. keep using the word conviction, but yeah. I do believe that he does it that way because he's done the research, because he's talked to every person in that building. I think he makes these these changes knowing that he has the support of we both believe Ryan Poles is back. So knowing he has his support, knowing he has the McCaskey support, and he makes these changes that will make sense to Bears fans. All right, and before we get back to the phone lines, and I know we have full full phones, Tyler, uh, tell everyone what's been going on with Caleb Williams and his social media likes. Yeah, so this is something that you can find on his Twitter account. You can see the posts that he's been liking. So there are two that have caught Bears fans' eyes, one of which came on Christmas night, and this was the one, this was the first one that came down. And this is just from a random Twitter account that says, there's only one option for the Chicago Bears in the 2024 NFL draft. It's not Caleb Williams. We want Justin Fields. The answer is Marvin Harrison Jr. And Caleb Williams liked that tweet, and that caught Bears fans' attention because why would he like a tweet that says the Bears shouldn't draft him? Now, a couple hours later, probably earlier this morning, he liked another tweet from another random Twitter account who tweeted out, I've waited my whole life for a quarterback like Caleb Williams on the Chicago Bears. I spent Christmas making this, but I'm not paying for a blue check to post the full thing in one. True freshmen are not supposed to be in this game, by the way. And it's the Oklahoma comeback against Texas when Caleb was a freshman and led that miraculous comeback in the Red River game. And that kind of put Caleb Williams on the map um, in terms of his college acumen and how good he was as a quarterback on the college level there so these are kind of dueling things going back and forth right now is what is the real sentiment that caleb williams has about the chicago bears if he even has a sentiment right now about the chicago bears Uh, what do you think i think we are really digging and starving for some sort of indication of whether or not caleb williams would want to come to the bears if he had to i i don't know i don't know if i am young and hip enough to understand why we like or don't like. I mean, I don't pay attention to who likes what I tweet, so I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. That is, is at first when I, the, the one that I read was the first one, was that he liked that tweet that indicated they should, that someone said they should take Marvin Harrison Jr. and not him. And, and when I th- saw that, I thought, okay, well, maybe he doesn't, doesn't want to be number one, or maybe he's not thinking that far in advance. Maybe he's just Marvin's his friend, and he was like, sure, right. whatever. Like, who He's knows? Supporting who Marvin knows? Harrison. Right. Right. Or maybe his finger slipped, and he liked it accidentally. We don't know. Oh, and here yeah. we are, like, the, analyzing the, it the, all. The old, the old ac- accidental-like. Right. Like, now I can't dislike it, because then, I mean, then they'll read into that. I mean, I'm too tired. I don't know. I think it's just this minutia. I don't know if I can do that. If I, I can get he, on board I, with reading into it that much. I think he's trolling everyone. You do? I, I, I think he's I'm he's right liking, there with you, Sylvie. Yeah, I think he's liking stuff to just like stuff and to make and to make people crazy. Do do this sort of discussion. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm go Oh, yeah, you don't want you don't want me? Okay, I'm going to like it. Oh, and now this guy's uh, got, Says got it should be me. wants okay. me. I th- I think he's screwing around. And he's liking the hate, and he's liking the likes, and he is playing around and trolling. I'm so right you, there with I mean, maybe. I think he's definitely playing the game that Sylvie's talking about here because he knew he was going to get back. It's amazing how quickly people pick up right away that, oh, he liked this tweet, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, he scrubbed this from his social media. People know stupid stuff like that. 
will generate headlines. And it's kind of like the Caleb Williams lull right now because he's not in the front of mind because he's not playing in the playoff. He's not playing in a bowl game, all that stuff. To me, the indication that Caleb Williams doesn't want to be a Chicago Bear will be if the Bears have the number one overall pick and he goes back to school, which I see as a very long shot at this point. Me too. Right. Me too. Right. Same. Me, me too. I think just like the Bears' job for a head coach is going to be a good one, I believe whoever's drafted number one by the Bears, if they keep it, which is 95% now, is going to be, that person is going to be happy too. I think this is a, this is a prime position for the Bears, it for is. players and a coach. It is. Um, so, so I like I, I think he's playing around. Did I think you? he's goofing around. I think I think he knows that everything he does right now is being micro analyzed. Yeah. yeah, and I think he's like I and I, and I really dislike when when someone two tweets and again I, I need a 2024. I'm gonna my resolution. When, you have when five says, days to get this out of your system. We, yeah, but Dion, we as Bears fans don't want Caleb Williams. Right. Who who are you? To speak for all Bears fans that we as Bears fans, it's fine. You tweet, I as a Bears fan don't want him. You're fine. You could say that. Don't don't group us don't all group in us there all together. together. Yeah. You speak for yourself. Right. Agreed. Don't, 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 don't make us all look like we don't want somebody. Right. And I guarantee you, once if, if this does happen, if they choose to move off of uh, Justin... And Caleb Williams is here, and and he he throws for three touchdowns in his first game. Mm-hmm. All these sycophants who were on Justin's jock are gonna be loving Caleb Williams. These For the record, guys, I do oh. not like that description, but okay, keep going. <laughs> you know what I I'm didn't saying? Need that though, I didn't need. Like that. It, it's no, unbelievable. Agreed. agreed, you guys. Like the he is him stuff. It's oh. going to be. They're just going to change the who him is. I know. You know I what know. they should be called? They should be called the justifiers. <gasps> That's what Excellent. they should be called. Because yes. every time he does something poorly or something doesn't go Justin Fields' way, they find a way to try to justify, justify why it didn't work. It's so the true. justifiers. And, and I don't, and again, I like him. So do I. I want him Same. to work. I want Same. him to work. But it's made it such a miserable um, like, I don't understand. I've never been in, I've been covering, I've been a lifelong Chicagoan, mm-hmm. lifelong Chicago sports fan. I've covered sports in this town for 28 years now, going back to 1995. I have never been around a player where more excuses have oh, been made gosh. than for Justin Fields, where it's always something else, where mm-hmm. like, like where, where that person, whoever made that gif comparing him to Lamar Jackson, and they just dropped the 84 passer rating in there like it's okay. They're comparing him and Lamar Jackson. They just dropped, and Justin Fields is an 84 passer rating. Like, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. He's got an 84, 84 passer rating. 84. That's... When, when, are we, when are we bear hugging an 84 passer rating? Right. Like, we all wanted that. Like, we've all strived for that. How could one Justin Fields lover ever say that you thought in 2023 when he was right. going to prove the world wrong, that he was going to play into what everyone thought he would be? That 84 as a passer rating was what he was going to do this year. You know where 84 ranks in the NFL right now? It's probably 27 or 28. 23rd right now. 23rd. If you think about the way that the NFL has kind of gone this year, think about how many quarterbacks have gotten hurt. 
two. Of course. So like twenty three is is not a very it's high. It's Garner Minshew. I I brought this up. It's why I do the player A oh. versus why I do Justin versus player B versus player C. Right. Because for every Lamar Jackson comp, you can make the Garner Minshew comp. Mm-hmm. Garner Minshew's uh, a quarterback rate, rating is I think eighty three point nine. Oh my gosh. Like and he's thrown for three thousand yards. How many yards has has Justin thrown for? Well, he missed twenty two hundred. Is it twenty two hundred now? A, a it little must less be, than right? twenty two hundred. Yeah. I mean, so like, did we think that that Garner Minshew would be putting up better numbers for the Colts? No, he without his be. without his star running back all year. I mean, that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But yet everyone wants but uh, the justifiers. It's good. They, they do. But we went we went into the season when he, he talked crazy that he was going to be the first Bears quarterback to throw for over 4000 yards. Remember that nonsense in July. And and that never happened and we've we've said this is the no excuses year and yet people keep making excuses. But but and that's a good point, Dion. That I like that from Justin. I, do too. I like that Justin said I'm going to be the first to throw for four thousand. Yes, but why aren't his fans holding up him up to that, to that standard? standard? Exactly. I know he got injured, but that to me again. Why are can't all the excuses? The excuse? Right. It's just ex- Dave and Skokie, my my hometown. What's up, Dave? Hi, Dave. What's up, guys? Sylvie. Hey, listen, man. I uh, went to Middleton and I went to McCracken. And uh, I know Cappy pretty well. I know his family pretty well. Uh, I knew his parents, and uh, they were great people. McCracken used to be Oakview, right? Is oh, that... right. Oakview Junior High School, right? Right. right. Hornet. There you go. Well, you remember, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, you went to Old Orchard, though, so I remember you. You, you know, you guys had. Uh, we, you were kind of our our, our nemesis as far yes, as the Bulldogs, o- yeah, Old Orchard Junior High. Yeah, right. Good, good. Um, what I was going to say is that I, I, I'm listening to everything you guys are saying. I've been on the phone for like 45 minutes, but I listen to you regularly anyway. I, I, Dean, you're you're wonderful on on Channel Seven. Really Thank enjoy you. you. You're great, and um, I, I think we've got to take it from Fields POV. And what I say that is, let's step back. You just say, made a very important point, Dion, about Fields saying, "Hey, I want to be uh, the alpha, the 4,000 yard throwing quarterback." He said that in July. Got hurt. Uh, you've got Luke Getzey and him trying to, to piece it together throughout the season, not letting him be the quarterback that he can be. I think in a lot of cases when he said something, when he stepped up and he opened his mouth and said, hey, listen, you're overcoaching me. Uh, he got crucified in some ways. He had to retract it and stuff, but it was the truth. The fact of the matter is um, when you watch Lamar Jackson and see how he's progressing, to, Fields could eventually be that kind of guy. I, I, I really believe he could if he was in a consistently – uh, taught system, and he had some of the other intangibles around him. I think he could. But I think the, the thing about it that we're all missing in some cases is his POV over the last maybe, I don't know, last four or five games. I mean, four or five games, you go back, he's, he's done okay. But but I, I think since he feels that the Bears are pretty much giving up on him, don't really care, and the fans are kind of mm-hmm. – he's listening to all the stuff we're talking about. On, every day it's about in, job insecurity. Oh, you're not going to be here. We need to get Caleb Williams. I think in some cases he's like, man, hey, listen, I've I, I made it this far. Uh, I'm trusting in what happens with my future. I don't think he's really concerned about auditioning and tap dancing for, for the, for the uh, Bears right now. I don't, I don't really think that's in his mindset. He's playing for the guys around him, but the reality of it is he's thinking about the future, and his future, mm-hmm. from how he looks at it, is he's not going to be here. And one other point I was going to say is, too, the thing that um, I have a problem with, 
Fields, and I, I've been a Field supporter too. But he, he's not the alpha. I watch his things uh, over the weekend on Netflix. Uh, uh, Chimp Empire, great on Netflix. But everybody's not built the same. Quarterbacks come in there. Any 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 real quarterback comes in there and says, "Hey, listen, this is what I want to. Hey, listen, this is what you're going to do, DJ. You're going to go twenty and take it out. I don't care what you're telling me, Getsy. I see this. It's open right here. We're going to go for this." And he just doesn't show me enough alpha to be the guy. And I love Justin. I love all the intangible things he has. But when you're the quarterback and you're the main guy and everything, you've got to say, "Hey, listen, this is what I want. This is what's got to happen." That's my that's my thought. Dave, thanks. Dave, that's a good point. I think the other thing that I kind of have, have observed this season, and I think a couple of other writers and reporters, we've discussed this a little bit, like he hears a lot. He tries to tune out the, speaking of being unable to tune out the noise, I think it's a lot harder than he would want to admit. Of course. It's hard yeah. for me, and I'm 52. Right. And I, I'm not the quarterback. The right. quarterback is the hardest position to play. Yes. And it's why they get paid the most. It's it's a really really pressurized position. I compare it, Dion, to that those Cubs players for years who heard the one hundred eight years. Oh my gosh! You mm-hmm. know, before one hundred eight, and it was like uh, ninety eight years mm-hmm. and a hundred. And those teams, when they would the the uh, two thousand seven and two thousand eight Cubs. Who, who won and went to the playoffs, and then they got swept each year in the postseason. And the 08 team had the best record in the National League, and they played like they were dogs. And, and like they made every, every, there was a game one or two, every player in the infield made an error in that game. Wow. Ryan Dempster, who was great, I think yeah. like walked seven and gave up a grand slam. <laughs> when they got to the postseason, the pressure would get to them mm-hmm. because of, of all that noise and the quarterback of never throwing for 4,000 in a hundred plus years, never throwing for 30 touchdowns. It's, it's, it's the most pressure of a position in all of sports Mm -hmm. for the bears. It's like the Cubs team that had never won the world series. And thank goodness 16, they were able to finally bury that. There will be a guy who comes in and will be able to deal with the noise and will finally be able to thrive. Mm-hmm. And he will be as popular as any player in this yeah. town since Michael. Correct. He will own this city. There's no argument there. And, uh, and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm proud of Justin, too, for being confident enough to say he could be that guy, knowing the, the unknowns of a season and all of that stuff. But at the same time, like, it's just... It's, I feel like we've seen the pressure getting to him. That's why some of those fourth quarter mistakes are happening because he's trying so hard to make that play and get everybody so excited and to, and to prove himself that he's tripping over air on mm. fourth and one and coming up short, right? Like those are the things that continue to happen. Let me sneak one more in before Waddle's World. Uh, Derek and Addison, you're on ESP 1000. What's up, Derek? Hey, yeah, I just, uh, I, I actually called because of your but this rant and it was because Justin Fields is the guy. It's all about the coaching. And he, I think he said this quite a few weeks back about coaching. And, you know, we've had a competitive defense. We've uh, been a great team. Even last year when we only won three games, a lot of those games we were competitive in. So it shows that even if Bruce was actually doing a decent job of being a head coach and getting his guys ready, uh, but when it comes to the fourth quarter, we have a lead and everything falls apart. So it's all about bringing in an offensive-minded coach, I could help 
uh, Justin Fields, you know, really, really fix some of these marks because it's 84 passer rating, it, it, you know, with how bad it is in the fourth quarter. And again, you see how comfortable even Darnell Mooney said last week, you know, or how they got comfortable in the second half. It's like, well, that has to be more than just on the players because the players have been proven that they have the, the talent to do it. Derek, look, Getsy's not a good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know it, I know it. But is he the reason why? Like, don't you think, as a Justin supporter, I'm a Justin supporter, don't you think we have to be honest with ourselves and say Justin needs to play better? Yeah, I mean, but I think that he has shown us glimpses of greatness, and he has the ability in him. Mitchell Trubisky had nothing of this. So we we have a guy that has it in him, but what brings it out of him when when it counts? And I think it's been, gets he's been terrible and, you know, with a guy that could help him out to make him, make sure, uh, you know, that we find the great things that he does, that's what, what's most important. Like, I, I get the, I get the Getsy stuff. Like, let me give you an example really quick before Waddle's World, Dion. Okay. This is what we were talking about during the game. Justin Fields against one of the worst defenses in the entire league in the mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals. Threw for 170 yards. Threw for 170. Yep. Um, Joe Flacco against the Bears, who has a good defense, and he was playing with four backup offensive linemen, in some cases third-string linemen, Mm -hmm. um, threw for 212 yards in the fourth quarter alone. Alone. Mm -hmm. Not in the game. He threw for over 300 yards in the game. Joe Flacco threw for 212 yards in the fourth quarter against the Bears, a good defense. Justin Fields against the crap Arizona Cardinals threw for 170 yards. Joe Flacco in the last two weeks has thrown for over 300 yards in back-to-back games with backup offensive linemen. Justin Fields in his career has one 300-yard game. It's like, unbelievable. Like, we could blame Getze. We could blame linemen. Joe Flacco's not blaming the linemen. Mm-mm. Joe Flacco's 38 years old. Joe Flacco wasn't good enough for the Jets to bring back. Joe Flacco wasn't good enough for any team to bring back. Right. The, 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 the Browns tried P.J. Walker. The Browns tried the, the kid from UCLA. The, the Browns had Deshaun Watson. It wasn't until things got desperate they brought in Joe Flacco off his couch. Yep. And he's throwing for over 300 yards in back-to-back games. Three straight. Three straight games. Three straight games. Yes. And Justin thrown for 300 once. Once. Look, I'm not trying to be a hater, but it's it's got to be more than Luke Getze. 170 yards against one of the worst defenses in the entire Damn league. It's... And Joe Flacco threw for 212 in the fourth quarter alone against the Bears. Right. Don't we need more? Yes. Yes, we do. And I believe that is the determination that will be made at House Hall. All right. Uh, Waddle's World is coming up next. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run. He's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. 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 That's your cue. I know it is. Waddle's World is brought to you by Wintrust Community Banks, Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit wintrust.com slash find us. 
member FDIC. This always makes me a little nervous. I don't know why. I know you can't screw why? it up. Like yeah, why? why? Tell me why. I don't know, because it's a lot of pressure. I didn't play in the league. I've never been concussed. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so you should be great at it then. I, one would think. But if I'm not, then questions arise. This is what I'm saying. All right, uh, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence dealing with a sprained right AC joint. If he is unable to practice tomorrow, backup C.J. Beathard would take first-team reps again. Lawrence was hurt when he landed on his shoulder out of bounds in the second half of Sunday's loss to the Bucks. He's a little bit sore, doing better today than he did yesterday. Obviously, Doug Peterson says we will see where he's at tomorrow. They play the Panthers on yeah. Sunday, so uh, go Jags, whoever is their quarterback, right? It was like we haven't talked about this. How weird was it for you and me on uh, Sunday? Yes. First of all, we're sitting at Soldier Field. It's Christmas Eve and it's 55 degrees. Yes. So that, that was, was weird. weird. <laughs> and then you and I are sitting during the Bears pregame rooting for the Packers. Yes, we were. And then like they're they're about to choke. They're 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 they just took a three point lead and then they let. The, I mean, the Panthers drive right downfield. Right field. down the field. Five extra seconds, and that game would have been tied. That's all. It was that close. Thank goodness that the, they did not spike that football in time. Like, I don't know how they came back. Like, the, the, the Packers are about to fire another defensive coordinator. It's unbelievable. How about this? Like, if, um, if the Bears do fire Matt Eberflus... Yeah. Is is Flus going to be the new DC in in Green Bay? Can you imagine? I was thinking about that too over the weekend. Like, for whatever you want to say about him as a head coach, he will be one of the most highly sought after defensive coordinators, given what he's done with this defense. Well, yeah. they have a they have a young defense in Green Bay with a lot of first round picks. If he is let go by the Bears, I believe he'll be hired within days as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, so I I would. I wouldn't be shocked by that. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Be interesting to see, though. Hmm? Um, okay. Steelers began the week with uh, quarterback Mason Rudolph in line to start. Coach Mike Tomlin said the longtime backup will, quote, have the ball to begin the week and will get the nod against the Seahawks if Kenny Pickett's surgically repaired right angle is not ready in time. Rudolph threw for 290 yards and two long touchdowns to George Pickens and a win over the Bengals on Saturday, keeping faint playoff hopes Alive. That was impressive. Those two pat he threw to George Pickens 195 yards, like and two touchdowns. Just that, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Just- Pickens decided to play this yes, weekend. He did. I mean, they threw him the ball. Do you, play are, are, and be effective. Are we? Are all the truthers uh, finished? Or like, are the Mitch truthers have they officially disappeared now? After his latest run with I the... I think Mitch needs to disappear now. I did odds couple with Mike North, and he waved the white flag. He did. He finally did. So I think it's over. It's officially okay. done. If, if Northy's <laughs> waving the white flag, it's like That's there's the no indicator. more excuses for him anymore. I thought the excuses were over when he left Chicago, but I guess not. No, no, Dion. They have not been... Uh, no, a lot of people thought that he got the raw deal here. Oh, brother. That he still, again, could... You guys. That, and, and a lot of people thought that he was getting a raw deal in Pittsburgh. No, he's not. He's a properly cast as a backup quarterback. Just move But on. thank you for losing to the Patriots. He and may yeah, not be no, a backup anymore. Like, if, if one thing was proven, maybe he's not even a backup anymore. He, 13 games in college, second overall draft pick. I can't even. I still can't believe that happened. 
can't believe that happened. Uh, Eagles uneven win versus the Giants. They're quote unquote not where we want to be. Certainly not festive inside the Eagles locker room. Um, they had snapped a three game. Or, though the, the Eagles snapped a three game losing streak, there was a lot of frustration that they are not playing the way that they need to for this time of year. Uh, Devontae Smith said, we have 11 wins, but we're not playing good football right now. As an offense, we're not where we want to be. It needs to be better for what I want to do, what everybody wants to do in here. Um, yeah, so they're not happy right now. Which, gosh, I'd love to have 11 wins and be unhappy. Yeah, right. Like, like, <laughs> yes, exactly. They, and you'd rather be them than the Cowboys right now after the yes. last couple of weeks. Yes. But, but like again, like we live in these moments where we think we judge a team, and three weeks later it could change, or one week later. I mean, one like, week later it could change. what were we thinking about the 49ers? And then right. Brock Purdy played the way he played, and the Ravens played the way they played. Right. Well, yeah. that's what was my next headline. Brock Purdy intercepted four times as the Ravens stroll past the 49ers. Lamar Jackson threw two touchdown passes in a span of 18 seconds in the third quarter, and the Ravens intercepted Purdy four times in a 33-19 to win over the 49ers on Monday night. Did you watch that game? Last night? Yeah. We were out to dinner at Deer Path mm-hmm. uh, in Lake Forest, and my my son, my oldest, Mason, who you got to Was that the first time you met my family? I feel like I, it's the first the time I met least. Braxton. I feel like I've met Mason before, but and, and Braxton he, delighted me from the moment. <laughs> he, he's something, he's, isn't he? he? I could talk to him all day. That was fun. So Mason lives and dies with sports. I, I wrote about it, and I've told, I tweeted about the way he lives and dies with the Bears, and was very upset over the Cleveland loss. Yeah, he like and like most nine year olds, he adopts these teams, mm-hmm. and one of his teams now is the Forty ers and he was so upset over Aww. Brock Purdy's performance, very what? upset, and was slamming Purdy. Really? He was very upset over Purdy, and I'm like, I go Mace. I go, this is what sports is. Yeah. I go, we talk about this all the time. You could have a very good day, and then you could have a very bad day. And just because you have a bad day, it doesn't mean you stink. It means that tomorrow is another chance for you to have a good day. You throw it away, and tomorrow you have a good day. And just like in school or in your basketball game, you may shoot poorly. It doesn't mean you stink. It just means that tomorrow is another chance to be good. Brock Purdy had a bad day. Let's move on. But and he poor- was very down on Purdy yesterday. We had to have a big pep talk, and then I, I tickled him, and I tried <laughs> to get him out of it. Did and then work? when I tickled him, Dion, I got toothpaste on him, and because I got toothpaste on him, I embarrassed him, and he was very upset about me. Uh, uh, about me, it, uh, down on me. Yeah, it snowballed. It snowballed. Well, yeah. in his slight defense. He's had more very bad days around his favorite sports teams. I know. So, I mean, for him to get frustrated with a bad performance from Brock Purdy, he's used to a bad performance leading to another bad performance. And then it, like, snowballs in that direction. So I kind of understand. He owes a a thousand percent a mini-me. Yes. Um, Okay. Chiefs lose at home and fail to clinch the AFC West, even after one of their ugliest games of the year. Of the season, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes said he saw a path for Kansas City to achieve the heights they've been able to reach in recent seasons. Quote, he said, I still believe that we can do what we want to do. He said that after their 20-14 to loss to the Raiders. Yikes. Delayed at least a week for the uh, Chiefs to clinch their eighth straight AFC West championship. Do you know what's happening in Kansas City right now, what fans are saying, Sylvia? They are-, uh, are they blaming... One Matt Nagy. Yeah, they sure oh, oh, they're are. Bla- oh, they're on Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there was, I read an article today that was 
very much so. You can't fire him today because it's Christmas, but it should happen tomorrow. I mean, like a lot of those things. Now, and and that was just, I mean, that's social media. Uh, that was me social Sherlocking, if you will. Oh, but it just, like it. it felt like he was, he's definitely being held responsible. And I'm ready to bench Mahomes for my fantasy team. Sorry, not about me, but it kind uh, again, of is. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know why you're still playing fantasy either. if it's not the playoffs. Travis I, has checked in and says that uh, Dion, you're in the consolation bracket, so you don't oh. have to keep setting your lineup. <laughs> that, that's that's so what, I don't need that's to what worry I figured. She's I like, I lost six in a row, and I'm still playing. I'm like, how are you still playing? I didn't know. Who cares about consolation? She's having fun. That's so gross. I don't want to be a part of any consolation. Disgusting. Um, anyway, so, no, but it has been alarming that the best quarterback in football hasn't been the best quarterback in football of late. That has been alarming. To yeah, me. It, it, it's disgusting their offense right now. Yes. Well, let me ask this question, uh, Tyler. Who was the talk show host? That was ripping all Bears fans last year. Oh, I gotta look it up. What was his name again? Because Let me find he it. he was a Dion. There's a talk okay. show host, a longtime talk show host in, in Kansas City, uh, that I went off on because he thought we were scapegoating Nagy. And again, like sometimes you're out of town, stupid. You have to live <laughs> through it to understand it. And like again, we. We wanted to love Matt Nagy. Yes. I was visor guy. Like, I wanted to love him, too. Yeah, but w- he fired himself twice as the offensive coordinator. This wasn't some sort of, hey, get your pitchforks out from Matt Nagy. Hmm. Like, again, the record is deceiving because of the defense and um, the mediocrity. But him as a play caller was an absolute disaster. Disaster. Especially what he did to Justin. Like, you know, everyone's going on after Getsy. His his play calling for Justin was worse than yes. Luke Getsy. Because at least there were times where Luke Getsy tailored a game plan for Justin Fields with the running. Matt Nagy tried to use the Andy Dalton playbook mm-hmm. for Justin Fields as a rookie. So and that was terrible. That, it was Bob Fesco. Bob Fesco. What's Fesco doing? Is Fesco, uh, is he admitting that he was wrong about Matt Nagy? Uh, I'm looking through his profile right here. He hasn't tweeted since January 25th of 2022. <laughs> he's off the grid. I hope he's okay. I mean, I like, I don't so want to go right? after Fesco if he's, if there's something, if he's not tweeting for something else. Sylvie, that debut, Justin Fields' debut against the Browns was the first indication that Matt Nagy didn't know who he was dealing with, right? He was he was calling that game, right? Yes, and, and it was, uh, Dion, I have covered the Bears since 1995. I've covered so many bad coaches, so many bad offensive coordinators. Yes. We could go through a list if you'd like. I'd rather not. <laughs> it, that game, the Cleveland Browns' Justin Fields' debut is the worst coached offensive coordinator game that I have ever covered in my Bears life. He didn't understand his personnel at all. Not at all. I take that back, by the way. Bob Fesco has, I don't know why Twitter was only showing me old tweets from him, but he tweeted out yesterday, the most uninspired performance I've seen in in an athletic contest in years. Maybe we'll get Fesco on. Let's get Fesco on soon. See if he'll admit that he was check. wrong about Nagy. A wellness check. 
Yeah. How you doing, Fesco? How you liking how's, Matt, how's Nagy? Matt Nagy? working out for you? Yeah. I mean, now I have to look this up. Bob Fesco. I'm sure I'm spelling that wrong. Because I saw something, too, today um, that someone wrote. And maybe it was him. I was, I don't know. I was reading something that someone said that it was, like, the worst they've ever seen from their offense in, you know, however many years. And it was awful, so... I would love to have a vacation house next to Matt Nagy's vacation house. He would be awesome to have a beer and a cigar with. Yes. I would not want to um, have him as an offensive coordinator. Well, he was a decent Arena League quarterback. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Fun can, guy. You could throw the football around on a lakefront yeah. property. He'd you know, be, yes. great with the kid. He was great with my kids. He would sling it around at practice. You're like, he's a fun coach. He's young, hip, fun guy. All those things. He is not, not a, a play caller. He's not good at it. <laughs> all right, is there more? Do I need to do we more? We got weird. We can do next. Yeah, let's do the weird, and then and then we have a, a, some fun. I, I want to get to that Spirit Airlines story at four. We must. And then I want to play the Bedard goal too at four too. I've got well, some we have a Christmas lot of fun stuff at four, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. fun stuff. Okay, but, so uh, and, and do then I the go weird. weird now, or do I have to go do a break and then go weird? I'm very confused. The break here, and then we'll get to the weird. Thanks, Tyler. Okay. So, you give <laughs> us a good tease here. Can well, you... I can assure you that the one of the P's of Waddle's World will be discussed. Poop. Not my favorite thing. Are you but sure that's, that's the P we're talking about? Well, that's what it says right here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I told you. It makes then me now you got to say, and that's next. And that's that's called a tease. Dion, learning on the job. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Okay, it's officially time to get weird in Waddle's world. Is that how you say it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so I have some headlines here that are pretty ridiculous. We're going to start with this one. It says, Oregon police found a reported hand grenade. The police in Oregon said an object that appeared to be a hand grenade turned out to simply be a dispenser for dog poop bags. Now listen, the item of concern was spotted near the running track at Patton Middle School, away from school buildings. But students were kept inside. Police were consulted. with they, They called the Oregon State Police Bomb Squad. The department used a drone to get close up photos of the apparent hand grenade while keeping a safe distance from suspected explosives. And inside was just one of those little reels of plastic poop bags. Now listen. That seems aggressive. It they seems aggressive. Really. Now would you rather would you rather be wrong on the other side of it though? No, no. You know what I mean? Right. Better just, better safe than sorry, right? If after but then I mean then you feel kind of sheepish when you're the one announcing after reviewing the photographs the item was determined to be a dog waste bag dispenser that is manufactured to resemble a hand grenade. Oh, well that's so, they shouldn't make those. No, they should not. Should, should they they I mean like and why would you make a dog poop you? bag dispenser in the form of a grenade. I don't know. It's a poop grenade. Well, correct. It's a poop grenade. Do you, have a, do you have a dog? We do. Oh, what kind of we dog do you guys dog. have? We have a Cavapoo. What? A, a what? A Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and a Poodle mix. He Ooh, is, is that one of the, the expensive best. dogs, huh? I don't know. Just a normal dog. I, I want... Right. <laughs> it sounds expensive. It sounds expensive. Yes. 
that not sounds... to be not to be mistaken for a golden doodle because he does get get um, mistaken for that often. But he is a cavapoo. I always correct people. You're right. It does sound bougie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's cavapoo. a wonderful dog, though. He's the cutest. He looks like he looks just like Benji. Remember the dog Benji? From oh, Longo? I, I yes. used to love the Benji movies. Yeah, same. They used to they used to let us watch Benji in in, in grammar school. Yes, those were safe to watch at school. Yeah. With they reel in the cart with the TV and the VCR. Oh, we, <laughs> we had reel to reel, Dion. I, like I'm older. Like you I'm 52. Are not that much older than me. How old are you? Is I'm, that bad to ask? I don't care. Um, I'm 46. Oh, see, I'm 52. They used to reel in the reels. Yeah. We and like we used to. There used to, and we had film strips. Do you even know what a film strip yes, is? I know what a film strip is. Stop it. Used to be like it, film strip would be like slides, basically. Yeah. Where it wouldn't move, it would just be a picture, and it would be like narrated by like some audio that was probably played on a record player. Right. And, and then we used to have a, and it would beep, and it would beep, and you would change, <laughs> change to the, the next, radio. the next picture. The next picture. Okay, so I'm old enough to when my parents had a. Um, not a, a video camera, but like a, a old camera, and it was those little tiny reels. Yeah, but there was no no vo- no, no audio. Right, right. We have a lot of silent movies. At that, our house. Right, the family the family videos <laughs> used to be silent. And we'd stuff. hold these signs that said "Merry Christmas," and it just you couldn't hear anything. But basically, gifts. Yeah, gifts exactly. before gifts. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, listen to this one. The New Zealand mayor clarified that there is no need to quote unquote stop pooing. Amid the town's sewer sewage stench crisis, can you imagine a sewage a sewage a sewage stench crisis? That is hard to say. The New Zealand mayor has been forced to clarify that his residents don't need to stop pooing because the local council near Wellington is struggling with the worsening odor from a sewage plant that has left the locals gagging and unable to open their windows. On Tuesday, Wellington Water, which manages the Seaview Wastewater Treatment Plant, said it was continuing to address the odor management issue. Um, that it's it's been, I guess, happening in recent months. So the it, toilets don't work? I don't know. It just basically says that they acknowledge that the odor levels are unpleasant and inconvenient and distressful. However, do not stop pooping. Like, go ahead and continue to... <laughs> do what you need to do. Now you the used bathroom. pooping there. I was I was interested because at first you said pooing. Well, that's well, what they said. Okay, it's New well, Zealand. They were being very proper. Stop I was going to ask you, what do you How use with your proper? kids? <laughs> it's not more proper. Um, do you say poop at home? I don't usually say poop. I don't know. What What do you say when your kid? Do you have to? I when, say I say poo. I think even from poo. like teenager, I'm like. Like mom, I said that to my daughter. She's like, "Ew, no!" I was like, "Okay, well, just wanted to ask." Like, how would you read that story? How would you write that story to read to your kids? I mean, stop pooing. Yes, that's what I would say. I don't like pooing. You don't like pooing? pooping? I think you got to add the p. No, pooping. It just with sounds Sylvie. a little more. Add You're with Sylvie, really? Yeah, it pooing sounds like. I just, I don't know. Pooping's pooing sounds so weird. So dainty. It's a little more dainty. Dainty? A little more. I said a little. <laughs> Dainty. <laughs> a little more proper. I just can't imagine not being able to open my windows because it smells so bad. That's so disgusting. Like, I'm out. Can you imagine if you went to New Zealand and you're like, we're going on a trip to New Zealand. It smells like you know what. All I would like to go to New Zealand one well, day, same. too. Yeah. Same I would, too. Um, okay, what else am I going to read here? A wild turkey cuts power to thousands of homes on Christmas Eve. 
a wild turkey crashed into a power line in southern Sacramento, California on Christmas Eve, leaving more than 4,000 properties without power. Though this has since been restored. Well, thank goodness. Well, have you ever uh, had wild turkey? Mm-hmm. Wild turkey bourbon? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do you like? I love bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that about yeah, you. I, I love bourbon, yep. You like tequila and bourbon. Yes, I do. Look at you. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. This is why that's I started. Great. I started thinking, like, should I try dry January? No. I no. <laughs> Waddle will rip you. Waddle. Waddle does the anti-dry January. Uh, say, same, but I last year Peggy was like, she's doing a damp January, and I was like, okay, first of all, the What's word damp, damp means January. It means that you only drink like three days out of the week instead of seven. So. <laughs> it's so I don't know. It's Dry so January just leads you to fast track February. Yeah, you're right, Tyler. That is correct. Well, that's why I refuse to do it. That's yeah. the reason. Yeah. Um, it, okay, it, so that's it. Leads it leads to binging, yes. It does. It does. It'll only be worse later. I guess that's all. Do we have time okay, for good. more? Uh, no, I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was. See, you escaped it, except with just pooing, pooing versus pooping. Put make a. Uh, I tiptoed through the poo. Make fun. a uh, poll question on that. Would you rather use poo or poop? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> we want to know. Uh, all right, coming up next, Connor Bedard's filthy goal. There was one person on this radio station who believes it should be illegal what he did. I want to play you that highlight, and then. There is a consumer story where I couldn't believe the compensation for this company's screw-up. I was shocked by this, and I wanted to bring it to everyone's attention and get your thoughts. It's coming up next.